the rapport during the press was was grand. So I was like, well, which director is it where, where he had this experience recently with? Because I can't honestly, you know, not to just it's definitely going to sound this way. It, like it's hard to not think. Is he talking about Taika Waititi? It point? is. I'm not saying he is. It just sounds like he is. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Hemsworth has slammed Taika Waititi and Marvel. He's sick of their virtue signaling. <laughs> They're too, oh, woke. They're too woke. Too for woke now. for me now. I want to give my hammer to a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone two women. I give my axe to no. a woman, my hammer to a woman. No, 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 no. Guys, I've been hearing all these headlines, and I was like, well, let's deep dive. This is what we do. We deconstruct what are dramatic headlines. <laughs> and they go, is this really dramatic? <laughs> this is as dramatic as they want the clicks bait to sound. Let's see what's going on. John, how are you? I am I'm really nice today. How are you, sir? I'm doing okay. It's been, it's been a wild week that if you follow my Instagram, you'll know what's going on. But anyway, guys, leave a like. That'd be very much appreciated. Uh, let's dive into this. Now, uh, Chris Hemsworth, he's been uh, making the rounds uh, ever since his show Limitless has come out. It's a show where he uh, takes a pill, gives him access to 100% of his brain. Yeah. <laughs> he's been getting asked, of course, about Thor because he's Chris Hemsworth. And while there's a, kind of a lot of quotes to go from, there's there's two main paragraphs that I, I think are the important ones to sort of speak on because it's led to, okay, it sounds like Chris Hemsworth is done with, I mean, even in my interpretation is he's done with the goofy side of Thor. Not, not necessarily he's done with the humor because the humor's always been present with Thor, but maybe the goofier side. And did he throw shade at Taika Waititi? That's how some people have been interpreting it. And, and I, that one I do want to kind of dive into because it, I can see why people, if you, let's just go into the video, all right? The first quote that he has here, I think this is the one from the Josh Horowitz show, the podcast guy who gets all the greatest interviews in the world. He says, you look at Thor 1 and 2, they were quite similar. <laughs> He's smoking his Thor cadence the whole time. <laughs> Ragnarok and Love and Thunder are similar. I think it's about reinventing it obviously being asked about if he would come back for Thor. I've had such a unique opportunity with Infinity War and Endgame to do very drastic things with the character. I enjoy that. I like keep it up people on their toes. He went Italian. It keeps me on my toes. It keeps me invested. I've said this before, but when it becomes too familiar, I think there's a risk in getting lazy then because I know what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm even invited back, but if I was, I think it would have to be a drastically different version in tone, everything, just for my own sanity. He laughs. Ha, 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 another. <laughs> Thor lost his mind, that last one. He's got to figure it out now. So, yeah, immediately the, the main thing you might be hearing people talking about is he's saying drastic changes, drastic changes. And then when he elaborates on the quote, you know, Wood's saying like tone and everything. Like, okay, yeah, it does sound like it went like progressively goofier mm -hmm. with Thor Love and Thunder in terms of the interpretation of Thor. So, yeah, I would liken to say that he would not want to return for that. To me, and I think a lot of people probably feel this way, arguably the best interpretation that had the perfect middle ground of Thor was actually in Infinity War. Because mm. he's the god of thunder. He's a god. And he was badass in that movie. He was awesome. He was regal. But he was also funny. And he was the right blend. And that was immediately following Thor Ragnarok when they reinvented him to be more funny. And he had the perfect mix. Not that he, he can't just go back to that because he wants to do something very different. So I don't know what that different would entail. But 
Well, I feel like yeah. you could almost use this as the opportunity to go back and maybe nail some of the tones that they didn't before, because I feel like with the first two yeah. Thor movies, they are similar. They are going for a more Shakespearean, a more epic, grandiose. Yes. Bring back so the blonde eyebrows. That's right. Bleach <laughs> all of his hair and cut it short. Those were going for a tone that I think the first one, at least people agree, kind of hit, and the second one people seem to agree didn't hit quite as well. And I feel like, yeah, we pivoted to comedy. We discovered Chris Hemsworth has such a great comedic tone and timing and I feel like now could be an interesting time to yeah bring the humor back down to just aspects of the character sure. and maybe really nail that epic quality that epic fantasy tone that they've always wanted to and go full fantasy with it you know true I think that's actually a good call you should hire you to direct I am the new Kevin <laughs> just from that people assume that it doesn't sound like this would be the Taika Waititi person who direct that drastically different tone right sure. immediately they're like okay it sounds like he wouldn't want a return of Taika Waititi's coming back but then here's the quote that he's not citing Taika Waititi here uh, yet people uh, have interpreted it and then even John and I were like let's just go to Chris Hemsworth IMDb and see if there's like <laughs> something here that we could maybe pinpoint a little bit because I'm trying to figure it out. Could it be actually be this director? <laughs> yeah, it's time could to it, play. Who is he talking yeah, about? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got these repeating experiences with extraction, so it's probably not that director. I mean, Andrew Goddard with uh, uh, Bad Times at Yeah, It's the and Russo brothers. It's sort of got to be the Russos. Uh, yeah. So here's what this quote is, basically. He's saying, uh, I'm, I'm just at the point of my life <laughs> where I'm meeting with different directors and people say, oh, yeah, look, he imagined genius. He mad, but he's a genius. He'll make great films. And I'm like, is that who I want to spend my days with? Uh, four <laughs> months, five months of shooting. Then you got press and possible reshoots and so on. Then he went out to praise George Miller because he's uh, in the Mad Max uh, or the Furiosa prequel film. And uh, he was like, but we're talking about George Miller. George Miller's great. He's the kindest guy. Watch that movie. Everyone knows how kind he is. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. (laughs) Yeah, and then when you're hearing stuff like talking about these eccentricities and then dealing with someone like this for so long, and when you think of the directors he's worked with, some of the most eccentric with the most definitive idiosyncrasies would probably be Taika Waititi. It's Michael Mann. It's got to be Michael Mann. That's why I never worked with him again. (laughs) I hate working with this guy. Too many retakes. (laughs) That's right, man. (laughs) That's one and done, Chris. That's me. Because a lot of the films he's done, he's he's worked with them several times, and it's it's like the mad genius. And I don't know, he's he's collaborated now uh, with Taika, it looks like on three things. He was on that James and the Giant and Peach and Taika and Friends thing. They seemed like the report during the press was was grand. So I was like, which which director is it where where he had this experience recently with? Because I can't. Is it like and and honestly, you know, not to just. I'm definitely going to sound this way. It like it's hard to not think. Is he talking about Taika Waititi? At this it point? is. I'm not saying he is. It just sounds like he is, especially when you look at the other quote. Like, is he talking about Taika Waititi? Yeah, because <laughs> it's that thing of you look at the personality, and Taika has a big personality. And if you look at the Thor: Love and Thunder press tour, it seemed like he was at least establishing a tone that didn't rub everybody the right way. That could then suggest that, yeah, maybe on set, Taika has his own atmosphere, and it's your job to kind of adapt to it rather than being like a full-on collaborative presence or something like that. But then again, I don't know. It does seem like in the past they've got along famously but it could also too be something of a middle ground you know maybe there's a lacking nuance where it's like yes maybe he and Tyka are friends but maybe Tyka's style after two of the most expensive and high production value movies you know of his career maybe he's yeah realizing I would rather work with filmmakers who establish a set that is kind and inclusive and a fun place to spend your time and I mean you know for the 
below the line and for the less you know flashy jobs they often say like one of the best assets you can have is just being pleasant mm-hmm. on set <laughs> you know well it sounds to me like taika waititi i mean regardless of this quote i feel like taika waititi probably like, even though he has said he'll return of i think it was something along the lines of chris hemsworth uh wants him to or something like that but i imagine that with the way chris hemsworth seems to operate and, and i love how he's taken this character of thor and has become sort of this actor who does look at the directors he he wants to work with you know he's, he's that leading man status now where he can go it's this director so i want to work with him because of this kind of guy he's not a movie star though. he's not a movie star though yeah let's not forget those words i'm working uh, with tarantino <laughs> so i feel like he might be in a position where he semi chooses who that next director is sure or yeah. has a say in who that next director might be which would be pretty cool um, um, and I'd be I'd be down to see who he picks. Ron Howard. <laughs> They've worked together twice already. Make it happen again. That's the one. That's, that's who the we mad need. genius. He's sick of <laughs> get the director of Men in Black International. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, oh my God, it's a guy did Friday and and. Uh, oh really? And uh, not Italian F. Gary job. Gray. F. Gary yeah, Gray yeah. did Men in Black International. That's who he's talking about. I think so. Crazy yeah. as Gary Gray. Uh, wow. Yeah. I can I, I see I, him having that authority, though, to choose the next director, pretty much. Like, the way some of these headlines make it sound is that it's, uh, oh, my God. Urgh. Like, no, I have demands. But uh, I don't know. He sounds, like, casual about it. <laughs> yeah. All the Chris Hemsworth <laughs> news lately has had that quality where the, the headlines are like, oh, man, Chris is upset. Oh, no, wait. He's actually pretty yeah, thoughtful yeah. about this. He's just kind Chris of taking life. quitting because of Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, he's just aware that he can be, he's predisposed. I'm just susceptible. So I got to be, <laughs> be a little cautious. In this. <laughs> and it also just takes some time for all the dust to settle. I mean, Thor, Love, and Thunder is pretty fresh. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. But I feel like, too, uh, you know, after two installments of Titan, I don't think anybody would be heartbroken to see a fresh take. You no, know, he's certainly left his mark, and I think Taika's mark will endure regardless. And I think that it should be, like Chris Hemsworth has talked about, that he would want it to be the final one if he does return, and I think it should be the final one. Like I think there's a way to close out Chris Hemsworth's journey with the character where you do finalize that arc, and I wouldn't want Love and Thunder to be his last performance. No. Um, I think it would be, I mean, obviously probably being like Secret Wars or some shit, but I feel like yeah, for yeah, like yeah. a solo Thor film, I would love to see that arc really come full circle where he does go back to being more of the, the god, god of thunder. And where he reaches a true maturity mm-hmm. as a character, I think is is something that we could see that's new. Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. All right, guys. Well, what do you think about this story? Leave your thoughts down below. Uh, be sure to subscribe, leave a like, click that bell. And let's end this with a Patreon. <laughs> Brian Perry? Brian? Brian Perry? You've been a patron of ours for 12 months exactly. Happy Welcome to your one-year one anniversary, anniversary of being part of our Patreon page. Not many people get to say they can do that, and uh, you're one of the few. So thank you so much for being here for a full year. I hope the year has been rewarding. I hope you've enjoyed what we've had to offer. And uh, I just want to say I just hit my chest way too hard. Did you hear that? I just wanna... <laughs> uh, thank you for being a part of uh, of our lives in such a meaningful way. So say this, and but I, when I say to the patrons, especially their support means the world. I really mean that because uh, you guys are absolutely incredible and special to us. And so thank you, Brian, for being part of that category. That select few. Um, much love to you, brother. And I hope that uh, fun times are happening in Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Oh, some Liverpool, is he not? <laughs> oh, boy. Little Beatles, Beatles. Is that what you guys do? You always like, oh, yeah, those oh. submarine. <laughs> hey, Jude. Just don't I'm shut the up about the, the damn Beatles. Is what Ryan... Pe- All right, we got to end this. Thanks, Brian. <laughs>